the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray as being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing an awesome message with you that's entitled, Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. Something God wants every born-again believer to have and enjoy, including me and you. All of us who are born again have the awesome opportunity to have a close, intimate relationship with God. But unfortunately, not too many of us have and enjoy a close, intimate relationship with Him. The good news is that there are things that can be done by each and every one of us to increase the intimacy between God and us. There's pathways that each of us can follow that'll get us to the place where we have the close, intimate relationship with God that He desires to have with us. So come on, and let's learn a little bit more about some of the pathways that'll help us to get there. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Jeremiah chapter 29. We'll start reading at verse 11. See, we who are intimate sons need to learn to take advantage of our increased intimacy with God and the advantages that our increased intimacy provides us by calling upon him instead of everybody else. <laughs> calling upon him instead of everybody else. Verse 11, it reads... Here's why we want to call on him. He said, for I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. God says, I want to give you an expected end. They're thoughts of good and not of evil. One translation says good. This one right here says peace. That word peace right there means safety. See, the thought God has toward you is a thought of, of something that's safe. It's not dangerous. It's not dangerous. See, a lot of us think it's dangerous to follow the will of God. It's, it's going to put my life in jeopardy. Put my, put my family in jeopardy. It's going to put everything in jeopardy. You're being lied to. God said the thoughts I think towards you are peace. Not of evil. Peace. Figuratively, that word peace means well, happy, and friendly. The thoughts God had towards you are friendly. They're not, he's not an adversary. They're happy thoughts. Happy thoughts. Everything's going to be well with you when you do what God says do. I know you don't work out how to work this thing out for yourself and you think you're successful at it, but God said, no, do what I say do and everything's going to be well with you. Abstractly, it means welfare. Not that you're going to be on welfare, but everything's going to be good for you. Is anybody hearing me up in here? That is health and prosperity. Health and prosperity. You want a good life? 
Follow the life that God has in store for you. You want everything to go out well, well, go well with you? Do what God's got for you to do. Because let me teach you a little something, something right here. There is no place, better place to be than smack dab in the middle of God's will. There's never any place better to be than smack dab in the middle of God's will. Because when you're in the will of God, you're in a place of peace. And God will make sure everything works out well for you. That's why you don't look at how much stuff you got. You don't look at that. You look at whether you're in the middle of God's will. Because God, God said, you forsake nothing for the kingdom of God's sake that I will not restore to you 100-fold in this lifetime. Which means if you got to move from the place you're in, God said, I got better waiting on you in the end. Just do what I said do. And I'll restore that to you. And give it to you good measure, pressed down, shaking together. Why? Because you did it for my sake. Amen. For getting nervous. He said thoughts of peace, safety. The thought I have told you is safe. It's nothing dangerous about following the will of God. It's nothing dangerous. So get rid of the fear factor. You should be excited about the fact that you learn more about what God wants you to do. You ought to be thrilled about it and get ready to run toward what he said to you. Not be hesitant and pull away. Don't draw back. You draw back under perdition. But when you move forward, you move forward in the manifestation. He said their thoughts of good, not of evil. That word evil means bad. The stuff God's got for you ain't bad. It includes adversity. God doesn't have adversity waiting on you. That doesn't mean no adversity is going to come. But don't worry, you're more than a conqueror through him that loved you. Affliction. God, what God has for you ain't no affliction. You look at the face of most folk that think they're following the will of God. You'd swear it was, though, because they look all afflicted. You're like, dang. Calamity? Like, like you stepping into calamity when you're doing what God said do? No, no, Jay. You ain't stepping into calamity distress. God don't have distress planned for you. That's not what he has planned for you. He said thoughts of peace, not evil, not adversity, not affliction, not calamity, not distress, not harm. God said, I ain't got harm waiting on you. Like it's going to hurt you to do the will of God. God said, I'm not hurt. It's not going to hurt you. Misery. You're going to be so miserable doing what God said. Dude, the devil is a liar. You don't just watch folk with no faith and don't know how to act, praise God. Maybe trying to do the will of God, but they ain't doing it the way God said do. So because of that, they're going through junk. But that don't have to be you. You're supposed to increase when you step into what God has in store for you. Not decrease. Be it under you according to your faith. There's supposed to be no sorrow in your, in your tomorrow when you do what God tells you to do. There's no trouble that's waiting on you. Mm-mm. What's going to be trouble is for the devil when you finally step up and do what he said do. Or worse. God don't have worse for you. He's got better for you. He's trying to pull you away from where you are so that you can go, end up going far. He said, I want to give you, I got, I, don't, I got thoughts of peace towards you, not of evil, to give you an expected end. That word expected, I love that, means a cord. This is deep. That word expected means a cord. Accord, C-O-R-D, just like an attachment. Why is that? Because whether you know it or not, that when you first was born, 
They might have cut the umbilical cord, but they didn't cut the cord that God placed upon you. And God's been drawing you to what he has in store for you. And pulling you closer to the things there. And once in a while you get to run into a little snag, but you get stuck on something or stuck with somebody or stuck in, in some place, praise God. But God, that, but don't worry, God ain't going to yank you because he ain't, cause, cause he, he know, he's a good fisherman, praise God. He'll want to snatch it out of you, praise God. And he'll just, he'll be patient, just like a good fisherman is. He'll, they'll be patient. They'll just sit there and wait. They'll let that thing run, praise God, just like God been letting you run. Everywhere you want to go and do what you want to do, he just let you run. But he still got that cord on you. And as soon as you tire, he starts reminding you of his desire. Y'all don't want to work with me up in here. As soon as you tire, he begin to remind you of your desire. You get tired. Things ain't working out for me. Why is that? All of a sudden, God will start reminding you of his desire. Stop pulling you and drawing you a little closer. Because God's got a cord attached to you. <laughs> you can't get away. Not from what God has for you. <laughs> you try to watch a Popeye cartoon. You get to pulling you. Drawing you near. Some of you keep finding yourselves in places and you wonder why I keep finding myself in those places. Because that's actually God's ordained graces for you to be able to step into and the things he's got planned for you. Quit fighting. Just let him go ahead and do what he do. It's an expected end. Figuratively means expectancy. Expectancy. See, God wants to give you your expectancy. He wants to give you your expectancy. God says, come to me and let me set your expectancy. Come to me. Let me set your expectancy. Because a lot of us have expectations that are not of God. We have expectations that are not of God. God said, no, 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 no. Let me set your expectancy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me tell you of the future that I have for you. That's what he's saying here. Don't let anybody else tell you of the future that I have for you. Because they don't know it. I'm the one that know it. The verses prior to that was talking about these, 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 these folk that was walking around trying to pretend like they knew what was going on. But they was giving them false, false advice and false direction and hundredfold back into your life. False direction and things like that, praise God. But he said in verse 9, they prophesied falsely unto you in my name. I've not sent them. Said the Lord, I didn't send them because he anoints who he sends. He said, I didn't send them. Listen to everybody else telling you all this stupid stuff. I didn't send them. All these counselors telling you that this is what you ought to do with your life. All these tests that you've taken about what you should do with your life and stuff. I'm an otter. I, 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 I'm a beaver. I'm a lion. I'm an eagle. You are deceived. Praise God. You are a child of God who God has called to do what he wanted him to do. All these tests you take. To, let's see if I can find out the will of God for my life. I'll take a test. Do you like to do this? Do you like to do that? I didn't like talking in front of people. So I ain't got nothing to do with what the calling is. Does that make sense? Because I was taught to not like speaking in front of people. Back when I was in a, at a younger age. I was taught to not like that. Satan is one added that fear to me back then. But I found out in, in 2 Peter chapter 1, God did not give the spirit of fear. 
That fear that I had wasn't God. That fear that I had was there to keep me from stepping into what God had in store for me. So whether you like what you're supposed to do or not is irrelevant. The only question is, is do you love God? Because if you love God, God's going to drop a love for that thing on the inside of you. Hallelujah. Yeah, he will. Yeah, he will. He'll give you a love for folks. I know I love me some people. I love me some people. Wasn't always that way. <laughs> Praise God. I'll just move on. <laughs> it wasn't always that way. But God will give it to you when you say yes to him and get ready to do what God said do. See, a lot of y'all waiting on God to give you something, but you ain't said yes yet. God ain't going to give it to you until you say yes. And, and I'm talking about a, a for real yes. Not no yes, Lord, but all up on the inside, you're like, no. He's <laughs> like, oh, for real, yes. God said, don't let anybody else tell you of your future that I have for you. Because they don't know it. I know it. I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord. The thoughts of peace and not of evil. To give you an expected end. It also, that word expected also translates, I like this. Things that I long for. That word expected right there also translates things that I long for. Did you hear what God wants to give you? He wants to give you the things that he longs for. Not that you long for, but that he longs for. Think about it. There's something that God longs for. What is it? It's the end that he has for you. God longs for you to be able to make it to the end that he's got planned for you. God longs to allow you to be able to allow him to give you the expectancy that he has for you. He longs to see you doing what it is he created you to do. He longs for that. He longs to see you fulfilling the purpose for your life. He longs for that. He sent somebody to die to free you from the grasp that was keeping you from doing what God said to do so that you can be free to do what it is he wants you to do. He liberated you, set you free. Why? Because there's something that he wants to see. He said, I want to see you doing what I put you on earth earth to do. God longs for you to make it and fulfill the end that it is that he has for you. He longs for that. No wonder it's so important to God that we find out the truth of the end and the expectation that he has for me and you. No wonder he said, quit talking to everybody else and talk to me. There's no wonder he says all that. Keep your finger here. Put a marker there if you got one of them expensive Bibles. Praise God. Let's, 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 Let's go to 3 John. He longs for it. Pastor, please, you just stretching that, Emma. Then I should be able to show you something like that in the new too. Third John, and that's if the real revelation is I'm giving to you. Third John, please. We're going to look at verse number three. Third John, verse three. Jesus, I mean, the Lord, God is speaking through, uh, through, through, through John. Hundredfold back into your life, my brother. Verse three says, "For now this is God the Father speaking. For I, gre- I rejoice greatly when the brethren came and testified of the truth that is in thee, even as thou walkest in the truth. I, I rejoice greatly when somebody came and told me about the truth that is in thee. See, if it's in thee, you didn't reject it. 
If it's in thee, you received it. Because see, a lot of people, God tried to talk to them about what he has in store for them, but they reject it. Because it don't match their program. It don't match what they got on their little five-year plan. It don't match what they cut out for their lives. I'm stuck here in Goshen. But I got me a nice house in Goshen. Even though I'm still in, you know, I'm, I'm still in slavery. But I just got things the way I wanted them. Got my little pictures on the wall. Finally got my wall painted. And then you're going to come up talking about follow the will of God and leave all of this? <laughs> God said, I rejoice greatly when the brethren came and testified of the truth that is in thee. Even as thou walketh in the truth. That truth that he's talking about even includes the will of God for your life. Because a lot of us is carrying out a lie, living out a lie. But God says, when I see and hear that my children are walking, have got the truth in them now. Was they finally got my will on the inside of them now? Well, they finally found out what my expectancy is. And they received it. They swallowed it. Because a lot of us be choking on it. (laughs) Trying to expel it from us. But you swallowed it. It's in you now. And because once it gets in you and you walketh according to the truth. God says, shoot, I rejoice greatly. That's God's joy. God's joy is you being able to fulfill his will, but you'll never fulfill his will till it get on the inside of you. And, in, and, and, and when it gets on the inside of you, you still got to walk it out. That's why I said, and walk according to this truth. And walk in this truth. Because a lot of people know what they're supposed to be doing. And still ain't doing it. A lot of folk have already received the truth. God talked to you. You know what you're supposed to do. You already made moves in it in the past. Ran into a little something, something, and then it just rolled over. Wrote, you off, wrote it off, and, 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 and it still don't last. God said, no, no, no. I want you to walk according to this truth. That word walk right there means tread all around. Tread all around. Figuratively, it means to live. I need you to live out the truth that I shared with you. Yes, I called you to do this. Yes, I invited you to do this. Now, come on. Live it out. You're going to start ordering your life in such a way that you really do believe what I have to say. To deport oneself. That's what it also means, figure it. To deport oneself. Whereas you're deported to, to do what God said do. You've been transported to another place to be able to get done what God wants you to do. And I like this one, to follow. But it means follow as a companion. You walk with and, 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 and follow after what I invited you to do. I like this one. It also translates go. 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 Two-thirds of the word God. Go. Just go. <laughs> I like that. Go. Well, 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 where do I go? Go. He told a man of faith, or the first man that was the father of faith, he told him, he said, get up, depart from your daddy house, get out this country, get away from your kinfolk, and go to a land that I will show thee. 
He didn't show them. Some of y'all trying to go back to your kinfolk. God said, I took years to deliver you from them. As soon as you run into a little something, there you go back. <laughs> Come on, grow up, grow up. Pull up your big drawers now. Take off them depends because you depend on them and you depend on what they can do. Take off your depends and put on some real draws. And come on, let's go do what God said do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Go. <laughs> That's what it said. That's what it means. And it also means to be occupied with. To be occupied with, which means to be busy about. Get bout it, bout it. Come on and shout it. Bout it, bout it. It's when folk be asking me, man, what you doing? I'm bout it, bout it, baby. What you bout? What God showed me. What God told me. What God, the truth of what he said to me. But don't you want to do this? Don't you want to wait? Don't you want to, don't you want to postpone it? Don't you, don't, I mean, my goodness. It would just seem rational and reasonable that if we just, if, isn't that deep how folk want to get all rational and reasonable when it comes time to do the will of God? Rest of the time, they just buck wild crazy doing everything outside what they're supposed to do until, until it comes time to do the will of God. Now we want to get rational, rational and reasonable. <laughs> oh, it's time to get bout it, bout it. To be occupied with. Turn back to Jeremiah chapter 29. Oh, no, let's read down a little further. He said, verse 3, For I rejoiced greatly when the brethren came and testified of the truth that is in thee, even as thou walkest in the truth. Why? Because I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. God said, I don't have no greater joy than this. This is the epitome for me. When I look and see the people that I created doing what I've created them to do. When I see my children living out this thing, when I see my children walking in this thing, when I see mine, the one I birthed, the ones I, I brought on this earth, the ones I brought here, when I see them doing it, oh, oh, oh that's what I'm talking about. God said, I get no greater joy than this. You his children, by the way, in case, you, in case I'm losing you in all this exegeting and stuff. I'm talking about you. You want to bring God joy? Do what he wants you to do. You want to please God? Do what he wants you to do. Because there is no greater. Well, I, well, praise God, Pastor, I've started tithing. Well, that's good. That's what he told you to do. Amen. But he still said, I get no greater joy than you do what I'll put you on this earth to do. Because now you're fulfilling my desire. The thing that I long for. Not me just blessing you and what you longing for. It's what I long for. Hallelujah. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I really hope that you're seeing what the Word of God says about the doors of opportunity that He has opened for us to have increased intimacy with Him in our lives. Doors of opportunity that we should walk through that will cause manifestations of awesome things in our lives. I hope even more 
that you've seen the importance of having increased intimacy between God and me and you so that you can do what you need to do to follow the pathways of increased intimacy that God's Word lays out for me and you. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and check us out. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation and you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. I guarantee that it'll be a blessing to you when you do. We also invite all the Christian business people and aspiring Christian business people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our early morning summit meeting of the Anointed to Prosper Christian Business Persons Fellowship Saturday morning. It's an early morning breakfast fellowship that's held from 7 to 9 in the morning on the first Saturday of every month where many of the Christian business people and aspiring Christian business people in San Antonio and surrounding areas come together, fellowship and network together, as well as to receive a powerful word from God that will help them to be the successful business people that God has called them to be. Second Chronicles chapter 29, verse 20 says, Then Hezekiah the king rose early and gathered the rulers of the city and went to the house of the Lord. Don't miss this awesome opportunity to fellowship and network at this inspiring and informative meeting of the ministers of the marketplace. There is no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. So come on through. I guarantee that you'll be blessed when you do. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 